Hello and welcome to Everybody's a Somebody, a podcast where we listen to the stories of others. My name's Joey and I'm joined by Patrick. How's it going, Patrick? Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Uh, now, Patrick has a story for us today, but uh, before we get to that, uh, I want to kind of dive into you a little bit, see what, see where you're from, what do you do, just tell everybody about yourself a little bit. Sure. Uh, I'm, uh, well, my name is Patrick, as we, as we <laughs> know. Uh, I'm um, a Canadian from uh, Quebec, actually. My first language is, in, in, uh, is French, sorry. Uh, I'm a, a translator in real life uh, and a proofreader as well. And uh, I've been doing this for 25 years, uh, freelance. Wow. That's great, man. What what uh, what got you into translating? I was uh, I've always been relatively good with um, languages, and it was kind of a um, uh, not accidental, but that, that was not what I wanted to do originally. I um, studied also, and I have a degree in civil engineering. I wanted to be an engineer, but uh, by the time I uh, had my degree, I realized that I um, hated that business. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was only a few weeks before um, uh, university started um, here. And I realized, well, actually, I probably wouldn't mind. I probably would be good at uh, something related to languages. And uh, three weeks before the classes started, I went to the um, registration office and I asked them, if I give you all the info you need right now, can I can I enroll uh, three weeks before? Because usually that goes like three or four months before, you know. And they said yes, and I, I was in. And uh, yeah, the rest, uh, the rest is uh, history. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah, yeah I got yeah, lucky, that- definitely. Yeah, yeah, that, that that sounds that sounds amazing. So you, you, what? How many languages do you speak? Uh, <clears throat> well, when we um, when I work, it's only from English into French, but I get by in uh, in German and Spanish as well. I can read Russian, really? but uh, I, I'm, you know, I, I was I went on a Russian binge maybe twenty <laughs> years ago. I can still read it, but uh, you know, I know basic stuff like you know, uh, travel Russian if you like. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's amazing, man. I. I I took uh, German in high school and I did not do very well. I don't I don't I don't handle very well with uh, comprehending other languages. The thing is, um, when it comes to learning languages, you need two things. You need uh, either necessity or exposure. And if if for example, if your girlfriend or wife was German, then you would mm-hmm. have a perfect uh, opportunity to practice every day if you wanted. Yeah. Or if yeah, yeah. you were sent like uh, for work to uh, Germany, then you would be exposed to it a lot and you would need to learn the basics at least and yeah, you would yeah. pick it up, you know, much faster. Yeah, that is, that is true. Being submerged in it is, is a lot, it makes it a lot easier almost because you have to learn it. You don't have a choice. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. in the US, it's not as uh, easy or not as, I don't want to jump into stereotypes, but it's not as uh, I'm not going to say, uh, not respected, but uh, yeah, it's, what's it's the not, word I'm looking for? It's not like you're you're not expected to learn other languages. Yeah, also that, in, uh, and there is yeah. no, um, yeah, you know, the, you know yeah, in, nobody re- expects you to do it, and you're, nobody like really takes the time to appreciate it. Yes, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm, and it's also like the um, civil engineering business. That's also what got me into a um, summer job in Germany in 1994. 
Oh, really? And that was the main, like, I guess the main topic of my, you know, being here today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, since you mentioned it, do you want to just go ahead and hop right into your story? All right. Uh, I got, I mean, I got that job through my German teacher in, uh, in, uh, at university because um, her brother had a construction business uh, back mm -hmm. in Germany. And uh, she knew that I really wanted to go to Europe. You know, I was bothering everyone about it, being a a pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, about it. And she, uh, yeah, she, she told me I, I can I can talk to my brother and you know let's start the paperwork and set you up. And if you want to work there for the summer, you know, go ahead. It's uh, shouldn't be a problem. And uh, so I did. And it was my first uh, international trip. It was my first. Uh, flight as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was 22. That was in 94. I'm 48 now. So uh, yeah, that's uh, 26 years ago. And uh, so I landed in uh, Dusseldorf in the western part of uh, Germany. Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to uh, work in a city called uh, Bochum. Uh, about uh, 345,000 people live there. But the wow. thing is, they didn't have any um, room left in that branch, uh, my uh, German teacher's uh, brother's company. But they had another branch in former East Germany, in uh, Thuringia, the English name is, I think. Okay. In um, a small city called uh, Zomerda, about mm -hmm. uh, 30,000 people live there. So I expected to, you know, the, uh, Bochum is near Dusseldorf, near uh, Cologne, near uh, Dortmund. You know, it's 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 in the Ruhrgebiet. It's in the uh, an industrial zone and a, and a fairly well rich, you know, area. Yeah, yeah. Well and off. I was supposed to well off, yeah. And I was supposed to work there for the summer in a fairly big city, but no, actually, I drove through the country. Uh, with the accountant of the company in his green Saab. I remember that. <laughs> and we went about, uh, it took four hours, I think, to cross and uh, cross the country. And it, uh, we, we went at about uh, 240 kilometers an hour. Okay. So that's about, uh, I, I yeah. think that's about 150. Yeah, that's, a, that's pretty high. Yeah. That's pretty fast. It was, yeah, it was entertaining. It was a good drive. Cool yeah. stuff. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And um, so, yeah, so I wound up in a small village called uh, Büchel with uh, 250 people living there. Okay. <laughs> so I went right. from big to very small. Yeah, very, very small. And, uh, oh my God. So that was 94. The, the Berlin Wall fell in 89. So it was still recent, you know? Yeah, it was very fresh. <clears throat> and the guy I was living with, it was, he was, a, um, he was working for that same company. And uh, he was still a very fervent um, socialist, you know, okay. and yeah. he was bitching about, you know, capitalism and, you know, this guy makes money and he can take vacation whenever he wants. And for mm -hmm. him, that was outrageous. You know, that was yeah, un yeah, yeah. Un unacceptable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I remember we had some very um, uh, inspired uh, conversations uh, about that. About My it. German wasn't that good back then, but uh, I... You know, I, I knew enough to tell him that 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 was, you know, that was bullshit pretty much. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Socialism doesn't really work uh, yeah. in theory, maybe. But still, you know, you, you're always going to have people, you know, above the rest. Right. 
taking privileges and keeping uh, it's all about the can we can we curse here yeah 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 okay. go right ahead it, it, it's about it's all about the fuck you got mine for the higher ups you know yep in, in that structure you know it doesn't work um oh my god it was it was really interesting though but uh the construction business there, what I wound up doing for the end, most of the summer was <clears throat> we were redoing the insulation uh, on old uh, apartment buildings in okay. smaller cities. So that means, and some of those uh, buildings were like six or seven stories high. And mm -hmm. we had um, scaffolding all, all around the building and mm -hmm. it was bolted on. And what I did for a while was I was I had to pick up you know boxes of uh, styrofoam, yeah, and you know carry them uh, up and up and up up to the top floors of the of the scaffolding, and to move between stories, uh, to move between floors of that scaffolding, there was a bit of a, a like a, a a trap door with a ladder on under underneath. Mm -hmm. So I would open the trap door, you know, go up the ladder and, you know, and so on and so on. Uh, those, um, those scaffoldings were about, uh, on a, okay, on audio, it doesn't really work. I'm, I'm yeah. holding my hands uh, <laughs> about two, two and a half feet apart, two and a yeah. half feet wide, maybe. Like two people could walk by one another, but only sideways. Yes. You yeah, know? Very tight. Yeah. And uh, so, um, so yeah, I was going up and up and up. And one day, I uh, think someone, uh, I guess someone forgot to close the trap door. And oh. I was carrying those stacks of styrofoam. So they were light, but very cumbersome. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, very awkward to walk around with. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't see in front of me, basically. I had to you yeah. know, look at my feet. And uh, I fell through a trap door. <laughs> uh, but uh -oh. the thing i only fell halfway because my left uh, leg got stuck between the edge of the trap door and the handrail mm -hmm. and my right leg was dangling through the trap door and yeah. so i had my left knee about my you know next to my chin pretty much yeah yeah up in your face i i, uh, I almost knocked myself out with my <laughs> own knee <laughs> oh man <laughs> and uh i dropped this the, the the styrofoam of course i and i got some some kind of whiplash from you know mm -hmm. falling uh, so um, quickly and i uh, i remember hearing someone yell the the foreman's name it was a uh, klaus 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 mm -hmm. and you know the guy runs up and you know pulls me out of there and uh, he tells me, all right, you know, uh, relax. It's all right. Um, go back downstairs and, you know, mm -hmm. rest a little bit and, you know, come back up when you, uh, when you're all right. So I, so I did, uh, I, you know, sat somewhere and I shook, I just started <laughs> shaking for a few minutes. And then I, after that, I was okay. And I came, came back up. I had the, there was a, a bolt. I, I remember that detail. There was kind of a bolt uh, sticking out from inside the trap door oh, so okay. i got a really good scratch from my uh, ankle right up to my you know mi uh, inner mid thigh oh, you know yeah long yeah. Uh, yeah no scars and it didn't really bleed so i i got lucky there yeah uh so yeah that that's the one thing i remember the most i mean i couldn't probably couldn't have fallen um or like a uh, down to the ground below because there was yeah. uh, handrails and cross braces, you know, on, mm -hmm. on every section. So I would have, I would have had to like to crawl on the, you know, on, on the walkway and then roll, 
to yeah. fall yeah, to get her down <laughs> all, yeah. overboard. So um, no, yeah, that, that's that, that's the highlight of my uh, summer, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, you've probably heard of those uh, Trabant, like the the um, uh, East German cars along the yes. square cars. Yes, um, I had the. Um, misfortune of riding in one a couple uh, <laughs> couple of times yeah. and you know those you know uh, picture that this the east german stereotype like you know big guy you know broad shoulders mm -hmm. uh we were and me i was like i was a you know tiny back then you know i was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. six foot maybe 145 oh wow. you know yeah um i'm not that much bigger now <laughs> but so the the there were four enormous guys and me stuck in the back seat in the middle yeah. in, a, in a trabant yeah. and uh you know so we were stacked up you know shoulders shoulder to shoulder and i, I remember at some point during a you know, especially warm day um uh, the car stalled oh. it just stopped working and we were you know in this in the countryside you know in, yeah. uh, in the middle of nowhere and i remember you know the four guys they didn't say a word they kind of kept me out of the loop maybe they didn't want me as a colleague or something or mm -hmm. they you know they saw me as an outsider yeah it was it was probably the first time that they saw a canadian person to be quite honest yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that and uh, so yeah they all got out of the car didn't say a word and they just you know leaned against the car and waited for about 10 minutes and then mm -hmm. they got back in started the car again it was good to go probably uh, yeah. overheated yeah just got a little too hot but uh, if um, if you if you get, if you have the chance you can uh, uh, look up the uh, trabant uh, on uh, wikipedia and uh, read up on the uh, on the engine and how you know yeah. she cheaply and you know shitty it was made yeah. of <laughs> yeah. i um, i think the 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 body was um, something like uh, a mix of uh, fiberglass and uh, is it Carlton? <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> hello, <there>. hello, dog. <laughs> yeah, there. Um, fiberglass and cotton fibers, I think. Something oh yeah, yeah. carbon really, fibers. Yeah, something really weird. And um, uh, yeah, so that's that was uh, that was the highlights of my uh, trip. But I rarely talked about that trip until. Uh, last year because uh, I got some closure from that mm. uh, trip. Uh, I've been going on for, for about 10 minutes. Do you have any questions? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I actually have a few questions. Uh, yeah, sure, I was gonna please. ask uh, I was gonna ask you like when you when you got there, what was the biggest culture shock to you? Uh, I think oh, well, um, uh, well, the host family, the okay the, the, the guy was called uh, Jurgen and he was as I said a socialist. the, mm -hmm. The, the the woman was called uh, Monica. She was uh, super nice, but she couldn't cook to save her life, <laughs> and that was brutal. But mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing uh, I've always been a city guy. You know, I live in mm -hmm. a city with about uh, hundred and fifty thousand people in it, mm -hmm. and to go from that to a small, a tiny village like mm -hmm. that village was uh, is a thousand years old, I think. Oh wow! Uh, Two hundred and fifty people in it. It was, uh, you know, it back to the back to the farm. Literally, yeah, yeah. you know, the guy had uh, chickens and a few cows. I think like a small, uh, you know, barn uh, and uh, like a 
right next to the house he mm -hmm. was uh, he made his uh, own sausages i remember that <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah it was uh, it was like um, the the green acres a little bit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it was, I, yeah it's just definitely that sounds like you kind of completely switched from living yes. the city life to living this farm life in yeah. in a different country yeah yeah for sure and they also spoke um the regional dialect and me yeah. with my school german uh, or like uh, two years of it mm -hmm. i i was okay with the basic stuff but you know when they when they spoke uh, between each other i they lost yeah. me you know instantly Couldn't catch up yeah yeah, yeah. The, so how long did it take for you to really grasp the the language I never did really. No? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I kept going back to Germany after that. Uh, I went back in uh, 2007. Mm -hmm. I spent the summer there and I've been back a few times a year ever since. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Ber Berlin is my favorite city in the world. It's not even close. And actually, if, if, if you look at this, this is the yeah. um, uh, Brandenburg Gate in Berlin. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And, uh, oh no, it's, it, that city has everything you, you could ask for. It's got, you know, museums, a, a, a ton. It's got mm -hmm. uh, history, of course, you know, yeah. the, the wall fell there and the, um, second world war in Europe ended yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's got culture, it's got ca uh, counter culture as well. You know, you still yeah. have, you know, really rough uh, neighborhoods, uh, great nightlife. For those mm -hmm. who are interested in that, great music scene as well. Mm -hmm. um, language isn't really a problem anymore because it's got so many expats there that you can get you can uh, not more than get by. You can live in English there without any without really struggling. Really, uh, to be quite honest, yeah. But when I went there for the summer in 07, that wasn't the case. That city mm -hmm. was still. Um, uh, I'm gonna, you know, quote unquote, um, authentic. Mm -hmm. There were still very few expats. Yeah. But uh, things have changed uh, a lot, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes for the, uh, in, in, in some things for the better and some other things for worse, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it uh, used to be extremely affordable to, li to live there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's still the case, but definitely not as much as it used to be. Yeah, it's it's got some spots where it's a little bit pricey at times. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, the other question I wanted to ask is mm -hmm. um, sure. specifically about Berlin. You know, mm -hmm. um, my wife wants to travel eventually, and uh, we would like to go there at some point. Is there anywhere you'd like to recommend? Like specifically, you have to go here at this place. Oh my God, uh, <laughs> Berlin! I mean, you have the <clears throat> you have the usual. Uh, Hotspots that that will be really easy easy to find, uh, mm -hmm. like for example the Brand, uh, Brandenburger Tor be, mm -hmm. uh, behind me. Um, you have that and the Reichstag, the uh, Parliament building. The, they mm -hmm. are two minutes away. Uh, the oh, Berlin yeah. Wall used to be uh, used to run in front of the Brandenburg Gate, mm -hmm. uh, and the Brandenburg Gate used to be in East Berlin. For oh yeah, that reason. yeah, it was just in front of it, and the Parliament uh -huh. building was in West Germany. In oh, the wow. western part, uh, yeah, you still have plenty of um, uh, not monuments, but uh, well, sort of monuments that would uh, indicate where the wa uh, wall used to uh, run. You can yeah. see it in the uh, yeah, yeah. in the pavement as the well. Yeah. yeah, it's still there is still a brick uh, a brick uh, track 
on the oh yeah yeah so it's uh, that's wow. that's pretty cool there are still sections of the wall as well uh, still uh, standing uh wow. the the east side gallery is a one mile long section uh pretty much left intact but uh, but uh, covered in the um, uh, art uh, pieces from different oh, yeah. artists oh, it's wow. really impressive yeah it's cool uh and uh, if you want to go on day trips from berlin you have uh, potsdam which is uh, incredible you have the potsdam mm -hmm. um sans souci palace i think it's part of a unesco uh, world heritage uh, sites one of them yeah uh, you have a um a, if it if that's not your your bag you can go visit a concentration camp in uh, mm. Sachsenhausen it's about one hour north of uh, yeah. the, the Berlin really uh, easy to get to with the city train yeah uh oh no yeah I mean I could go on for yeah. hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> hours and yeah. hours it sounds like you really uh you really love it there have you ever thought about just moving there and staying there uh I would but that would mean a divorce so oh, I'm yeah. not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't <laughs> I mean, sound like it's worth it. Yeah, uh, my my uh, my wife loves Berlin as well, but just to uh, visit, you know, she yeah. would rather stay close to her family, and that that's that's okay. So the compromise that we have, so I um I spend total maybe two months a year in Berlin. Wow, and yeah, that's I long. stay here the rest of the way. It's it's all right. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's a it sounds like a fair compromise. Yeah, I mean, all, all things uh, considered, you know. Yeah, and also, uh, I go there for the for the marathon. Oh, it's yeah. in uh, September, late September, mm -hmm. and usually I go there around May as well. Uh, okay, because oh. it's uh, it's the perfect time, you know. The tourists haven't you know arrived yet, yeah. and the weather is still nice. Uh, so yeah, That's May and September are good uh, periods, I'd say. That's good. That's good. I'll definitely have to remember that if we ever decide we're going to travel there. Oh, you um, you should. You really should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, <laughs> there's a. We have a long list of places we want to go. So uh, we. It's definitely on on my wife's list. Mo uh, mo mostly in Europe, or. Um. Well, we our our number one spot that we want to. We just got married recently, mm. uh, about a month ago, actually. Oh wow! Congrats. And, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> and we, whenever the world opens up again, we really want to go to Tokyo. That's that's okay. one of the big places we, we definitely want to go. But um, my wife has been really digging on me to go to somewhere in Europe. I have uh, I have a friend that a foreign exchange student that that stayed with us in um, in high school, and he's from Italy, and he's been all around the place, and oh, they nice. want us to come visit, and he wants to show us all of all of Italy. He's currently in in uh, London, I think. Actually. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you if you know someone in a in a big city, mm -hmm. it's uh, it is priceless. You know, you have yeah. your, 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 your fixer, your interpreter, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you might play toy guide as well. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. knows things that are not in uh, guidebooks. Yes. He know? knows everything. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why, that's why one of the reasons I'm, we've definitely been considering it is because he knows, um, like I said, he knows everything. He sends us stuff all the time and he knows all the secret little stuff we got to go see. So that's, to have an inside person like that is it's really helps out for sure and yeah. um, do you um do you remember which part of italy he's from he was from uh if i remember correct right outside of milan uh, oh, a small nice. a small little town right outside milan i think he might okay. uh be really upset with me if i got that wrong but <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm i'm pretty sure he's uh he's kind of hard to keep up with because he 
he lives a very uh, transient lifestyle. He lived, um, he moved in high school. He came and lived with us for a year. And then uh, he left, went back to Italy. He went to Iceland for some time, stayed there. Um, yeah. Slept in his car for, for a point of time for that. <laughs> yeah, he's, and then he came back. He lived in uh, Paris. He lived in London, um, went back to Milan. He's been to i'm trying to think it's just it's so hard to keep up with him because every wow. time i talk to him he's in a different city he's staying wow. in a different place he's, he's a very very interesting person very transient and very he wants to ex experience everything life can offer him and it's it's really great that's why uh if we do go i definitely want to go visit him because he's going to have some stuff to show us yeah no I, I i'm sure but i'm <laughs> wondering um london is quite expensive um how does yeah. he get by there uh he he works at a different he's uh with a transient lifestyle also kind of offers a not very solid job um, because he's whatever he can offer. He is uh, a male model in his off time. So he, he models for a lot of things and then, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he's often doing photo shoots and, and stuff like that. And then in the meantime, I know he worked for a furniture company for some time. Um, I think he just recently stopped doing that. And then he, um, he just whatever he can do. I know he worked in a pizza shop for for a little bit, and it did, okay. he he didn't really like it, so he left. So he's just whatever he can get his hands on to to get by in that in that moment that he's there, and then whenever he's gone, he finds something somewhere else. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes you know some that sort of lifestyle is not for everyone, obviously. No. Yeah. But no. I sometimes I wish I had the brain wiring. To yeah. do something like that, you know? Yeah, to, to be built that way. I yeah. yeah, I am I am not that way. I, I am very much uh um some might call me a homebody. I, I like to visit places, but I also like to have a, a home. Yes. I like to have a place, I like to have all my things. He lives pretty much out of a suitcase and like if if, if it doesn't fit in there then he doesn't really care. And I'm I'm uh, <laughs> as as shallow as it sounds, I'm a little more materialistic. I like to okay. have my, my items and my things and um that's that's what makes it hard because I know Anytime he's come to visit a few times since he's since he's gone. Uh, I know he's, he's gone to New York and stayed in New York with some friends uh, okay. before he comes comes to Indianapolis where I'm at. But every time he comes, he's like, let's just rent a car and drive to California. I'm like, yeah, that's great, man. But I have a real job. Like, I can't just take <laughs> take a week off and drive somewhere like this. And he's like, oh, you can get another job. So I can't get another job. <laughs> so it, it is it's it's uh he, he definitely lives in a different world. So, and it's, it is great. And some, some days just like you, I wish that I can do that and just uproot and, and go visit somewhere and just, and just experience a whole new lifestyle. But you know, if, if I'm gone for uh, two weeks, I'd say at the most, then I start to get kind of homesick and I, I'm kind of okay. want to get back to my roots. Uh, uh, but uh, would your job allow you to work? For example, you can, you know, move to a place for one year and go to somewhere else for you know one year would your job your current job uh, allow that um it's it kind of depends i work for a i work for a body shop so i paint cars for a living oh okay so, yeah so it's uh i can but it kind of just depends um where where i want to go is because if i if i decided i want to go to california and i go out to california there's a lot of body shops out there and uh, there might be a chance that there's an opening for a painter somewhere in there. Uh, okay. So I could I could probably do that. I couldn't do it internationally because it doesn't really translate uh, internationally through uh, companies. 
but I mean, I, I can paint cars anywhere in the world. It's just, uh, it just depends on, uh, demand. If, if, if I go to Europe, it's probably a lot harder cause they don't drive cars as often. And, and, True. uh, it's not like in America where the best place to be is big cities. It's the best place to be in the body shop industry. That's yeah, that makes sense. And also, as you said, you could, uh, like go freelance and, you know, paint cars mm-hmm. anywhere in Europe, but that, yeah. would, that would probably require some big sacrifices when it comes yeah. to lifestyle and, yeah. you know, and, and uh, age can be a factor, you know, at, at oh, yeah. some point in your life, you, you're, you're sick of, uh, you know, sleeping in a, in a tent, uh, yeah. with, uh, with your backpack, you know? Yeah. 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 That's it. It's, um, it's definitely hard. It would be it would be a hard transition for myself, especially because I have, uh, like we talked about before, I have two dogs, and mm-hmm. they, I am a very big animal lover. So it, okay. it would be uh, kind of hard because they're not the only animals I have. I kind of have a, my own personal zoo here, and okay. they don't really like to travel. Oh but, yeah, that's uh, that could be a, a problem. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't do well in cars. I can't imagine how well they do on an airplane. Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. You don't but, uh, really want to stick them in the cargo uh, space, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but to get back to you, uh, mm-hmm. so is there, on, how long did you stay for your first trip to, to Germany? Uh, in 94, I stayed for two months and about three weeks. Oh, yeah? So I worked for two months and the rest of the time I went, um, that's the that's a really funny part because I, I have some pictures here, but those two let's let's say two weeks those two weeks after my my uh, my job i don't i have a few memories but they are really um, hazy mm-hmm. and um so i th- like it sounds weird but i think i went to munich i do remember going to berlin and i do remember going to hamburg because mm-hmm. the train station there in hamburg is like something out of uh, blade runner even in oh, yeah? before yeah, yeah oh, it's, wow. uh, it's got really uh, its own uh, unique uh, look, and then I got to back to uh, <clears throat> I got to uh, Cologne uh, mm-hmm. because I was flying out on uh, out of uh, Dusseldorf the, the the next day. But yeah. um, I also well, I mean, me and my wife we also lived in Berlin for one year in uh, yeah. '08. Uh, like I went back, as I said, for the first time in '07 after oh, that yeah. job. And uh, that was for three months. And when I got back, I told uh, Stephanie, um, when we have the chance, I really want to, you know, go to Berlin for one year. Yeah. And um, her dad, um, she was able to work from, um, uh, you know, remotely for a while. And yeah. then her dad sold the, the family business while we were in Berlin. So uh, oh, wow. we everything turned out okay, and we stayed there for an entire year. And uh, yeah, and so yeah, that was oh eight oh nine. Uh, we bought a house in uh, two thousand ten, right here. Yeah. And uh, since then, uh, yeah, I've been going back to Berlin twice a year, sometimes more. Wow, that's amazing. I, I can't. I'm, I can't imagine sitting on an airplane that long, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Montreal, Paris, uh, it was either Montreal, Paris or Montreal, London, sometimes Montreal, Madrid, and then mm-hmm. uh, Berlin straight away. But Montreal, yeah. Paris is about six um, six hours. Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't know, like you get, you get used to it. And I'm so happy to go there again that I don't care. Yeah, you, know, you, you just you put it in the back of your mind. 
yeah, you could stick me in the overhead bins if you want. <laughs> I don't care. Just get get me there, and I'm 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 good. That's I'm, great, I'm, man. This this year has been really uh, like job wise. I've been it's been it's been good. It's been better actually really? than than usual. Wow. But uh, with the no travel and no running events, you know, no yeah. marathons, no half marathons, no nothing. Yeah. And those two things have been, that's been, that's the one, the, the, that's the two things that have been the harder, hardest for me this year. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Can, yeah. Big I can't time. imagine. Big time. And yeah, I cannot wait to go back. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's itching at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Big, absolutely big time. <laughs> and um, yeah, I wanted to mention, um, I'll try to be brief. I don't know. Do no, you have time? Uh, no, 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 no. As long as we need to, uh, as long okay. as we need to get it out of my system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, the thing I, I mentioned earlier that I didn't speak that often uh, about that summer uh, trip to um, uh, Germany because I, uh, after 2009, I was, I was thinking more and more about going back to, uh, Bichel and see my host family again mm -hmm. and uh it's like i have a um, i have a thing about uh, driving in europe it kind yeah. of makes me really nervous so i would rather not do it really yeah yeah for you know just my a thing in my my, yeah. my head so it would be possible to go to um, Bichel with uh, public transport but it would be a massive pain in the ass and i'm pretty yeah. i'm pretty sure i would have to rent a car at some point you know yeah yeah, yeah. you can't uh, get out to the middle of nowhere on yeah, the subway exactly <laughs> and um, <laughs> so i kept uh, putting it you know off and off and off you know to mm -hmm. the, eh, maybe next year maybe next year and then in 2019 um, I have a friend who, a Canadian friend as well, who's been living in Berlin for about 10 years. And we talked about it. Uh, we traveled to a few places together as well. So mm -hmm. we know, we knew that, you know, we, 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 we travel well together and she, she, I told her about it and she said, yeah, if you, um, she used to work for, um, size, the optics, um, uh, manufacturer. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lens and lenses and, and stuff like that. They had, um, I think they had a branch office in uh, Jena, not too mm. far away from, from my uh, small village. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so yeah, if you want to go, we, we can go. I'll go, I'll go uh, back to uh, Jena and, you know, see, uh, see what's up. Mm. So we did. And uh, so after 25 years, almost to the day, I was able to meet my uh, host family again. Really? And it was, yeah, it was really, it was, um, you know, mind blowing because my host family, they had two daughters. One mm -hmm. was uh, 11 and the other was uh, 13, I think, or 14. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was in 94. Yeah. So now, now they are 36 and 40. Oh, wow. And uh, when I, I, I knocked on the door and uh, they were still living in the same place, you know, the, the house yep. ha hadn't changed at, at all. all basically inside it was the furnishing was the same it was crazy <laughs> that is crazy it was insane it was like in a time capsule yeah and uh when i when i came face to face with one of the two daughters the, the one who was 11 like we kind of looked at each other for like five seconds and i was, is this yeah that's yeah that's you, yeah. That's uh -huh. you. how are you yeah. 
<laughs> it was it that was uh, that was intense. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, to see all that time pass. Yeah, because I remember that uh, I uh, helped her with uh, her friend French uh, homework back then, mm -hmm. and that's uh, I think I got some I won some uh, brownie points with the family <laughs> at, at that time because of that, and uh, yeah. So also another thing that I've, I I thought was a funny like cringe funny maybe mm -hmm. is back then uh, Jürgen didn't like he hated uh, capitalism back then mm -hmm. and now he hates immigrants unfortunately, uh, unfortunately uh, because we had um we had to wait like um when i arrived jürgen was alone at the house because yeah. everyone else what uh, was at the, uh, a neighbor's house mm -hmm. so we sat in the in the living room and you know talked for a few uh, you know like about 15 minutes mm -hmm. me and my friend and uh, my friend uh, is you know, fluent in German. That's not not a problem. She doesn't speak a lot, but she understands everything. Yeah. So I, you know, tr tried and you know catch up with uh, Jürgen, see uh, mm -hmm. you know, how things were going. You know, he told me about you know his uh, neighbor and uh, you know mo moving uh, moving out of the city and uh, uh, out of the of the village and all that. And um, he started you know ranting about like the refugees from uh, Syria. Uh, uh, coming, coming in Germany, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, okay, but this is a civil war, and you know they they got bombed by their own government, like uh, yeah. uh, Al Assad, you know mm -hmm. that 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 guy, and uh, some people uh, had to leave their homes with the clothes on their backs, you know that's right, it. Yeah, they never choice. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I remember my friend." Uh, when we, we 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 stayed there for about uh, ninety minutes, you know, we talked to uh, mm. you know uh, the entire family and you know, visited the house again, and it was mm. like a walk down memory lane. <laughs> uh, and I got pictures on my Instagram, uh, yeah. like before and before and after. I'll mm. uh, I'll uh, share them. Um, and so once we left uh, them, my friend turned to me in the car and she said. I'm glad that the rest of the family arrived when they did because another 90 seconds and I was leaving because yeah. she got so sick of the anti-refugee talk. Yep. Uh, the, yeah, this this racist nonsense is uh, mm -hmm. is that does that that doesn't fly nowadays. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's 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 hard to talk to people like that. It's it's hard to to listen to them and and try to understand how that's reasonable in their head when they don't know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. disappointing, but not surprising. Yeah, well, yeah in that's, uh, that's... hindsight, you know, mm. I was like, yeah, you know, he started bitching about people, you know, getting vacation when they wanted. Mm -hmm. Not that surprised that he yeah. would be bitching about, you know, refugees uh, trying to go for a, a second chance at a normal life, you know. Right, right. Yeah, that, but, is, uh, that is the best way to describe it: disappointing but expected. Yes. Uh, so, but I, still, I'm. I am so glad that I went back. You know, they all the all the family went uh, were still together. Mm -hmm. They didn't change. Uh, they didn't change at all. You know, they, they yeah. look they look exactly the same. Twenty five <laughs> years later, it was insane. Except the, the the daughters who uh, grew up. Uh, but like uh, Jürgen, sort of looks like a. Um, 
chung, a chubbier Michael Keaton. <laughs> you know? yeah. He looks like that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just wow. to give you a like, mental yeah, picture. Reference. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but the, no, yeah, it was... Uh, it was really awesome that I was able to get some closure, and yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm friends on uh, Facebook with uh, the two daughters, and I told them if you you know if you want to come to Berlin when I'm there, you know, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. That's great, man. That's great to hear. I'm glad you you still have a positive connection with them. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, 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 uh, that trip was uh, that trip was something else, man. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> All right, well, uh, there's a before we we get off here. There's a segment that I like to do called Ask and Answered, where um, sure. I'm going to ask you uh, three questions. Uh, they're going to they're ranked. I have 18 questions written down, but you're only going to answer three of them. They're ranked into easy, medium, and hard. And because how I've been I do talking it, for so long. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's okay. It's, it's always do it. I can't, if I have everybody answer all 18 questions, I won't have any more interesting questions to ask people later on. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, I'm going to actually, how it works for me, because to make it interesting for myself, uh, I'm going to roll a dice uh, for mm. each one of the categories and whatever the number of the dice rolls on is a question I'll ask you. So okay. that way it keeps it random for myself. And so I can uh, stay somewhat entertaining. No, that's cool. Um, yeah. If, uh, Oh, this might be a little easy one for you. If you can go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Oh, Berlin for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and think of a number two answer. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If I can go anywhere in the world, my wife and I and also uh, I really loved uh, London. We oh, really? were there for f the few days of our uh, honeymoon, mm -hmm. and then we went to Portugal for two weeks. But London, we stayed there for four days. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really really cool city. Wow, that is that is really cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you uh, if you ever go, I, if he's still there, I might know somebody to show you around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. For the next question. Um, who is the most influential person in your life? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the easy, I guess the easy person, uh, the easy answer would be my parents. Mm -hmm. uh, they are super cool. They are still around. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, and they are still together. I consider myself really lucky uh, yeah. regarding that. Uh, besides that, one, I had one of my teachers in uh, at uh, university who um, really uh, taught me how to be rigorous when it comes mm -hmm. to translation and I think that helped a lot uh, but yeah influential that can be that's so that's that's really broad uh, yeah 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 but I think overall yeah, yeah super cliche uh, but I, I probably my parents yeah, that's fine. My parents are definitely mine. There's okay, no right cool. answer. It's whatever you feel is, is the right answer to you. Um, your next question is... Hold on, sorry. Uh, what are you most proud of? Uh, proud of... would Okay, I'm... Uh, I th maybe th two things come to mind. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of them would be, yeah. I mean, yeah. The other is isn't that like you know, isn't that 
good or interesting, I, I think. But uh, I think the main answer would be um, being able to. Was there is some luck involved, of course, but mm-hmm. uh, being able to go uh, freelance the minute I've uh, finished uh, university, yeah, and I've been able to stay freelance, never have a boss. That's since. great. I th- yeah, yeah, I, 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 uh, I think that's uh, worth uh, mentioning nowadays, <laughs> especially with people yeah. you know to, uh, switching careers uh, a million times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not the perfect job, and sometimes it sucks. Let, let's be let's be honest. Uh, all mm-hmm. jobs do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a single job out there that is a hundred percent great all the time. <laughs> exactly, but uh, no, yeah, I, I'd say that's. Um, that's probably uh, that would be my answer. I think that's great, man. Yeah, that's and great to hear. Is it? I mean, actually, I recorded a, um, a, a an episode for my possible future podcast with a mm-hmm. with someone else yesterday, and I do have a list of questions of my own. Would you? Oh, yeah. Would you be okay if we flip the tables? And yeah, I, that's perfectly uh, fine, man. Ask okay. away. Awesome, awesome. Uh, those are really weird questions, though, and yeah. for. Uh, um on on purpose yeah the, 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 yeah. I, I did that on purpose all right okay first question mm-hmm. would you rather speak all languages all play or play all musical instruments uh who um i would think i would rather speak all languages uh mm-hmm. i i i enjoy music i like music but uh my wife is way more into music than i am she likes to collect albums and records and she goes oh. to concerts and she does all that where i i'm okay with just listening to music in my car and through my headphones and stuff i, I appreciate other people's music a lot but uh mm-hmm. i i am not very musically inclined myself so okay. i think i would i think being able to speak all languages would probably help me out more Yep, that was my answer as well, and yeah. my guest's answer as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. All right. So question two: What mm-hmm. is invisible, but you wish people could see? What is invisible, but I wish people could see? Um, I wish. What is invisible, but I wish people could see? I wish I could. Hmm. If, ooh, this is a good question because <laughs> it it could be. I have two thoughts when this happens. Uh, sure. Something that is, it is not an actual thing. Some people might believe it, but like to be able to see an aura or something like that would be yes. very interesting in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think that absolutely. would be really cool to see someone's aura if if it was a real thing or mm-hmm. to be able to see, I know I said I'm not a music person, but to be able to physically see music being played would be amazing. Like to see musical notes come out of instruments and out of people's singing voice would be phenomenal. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good answer. That's a... Interesting uh, point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, number three, mm-hmm. talk, talk about weird. What is your favorite insect? My favorite <laughs> insect. Ooh. Um, um, I love, I love animals and I love insects. My favorite insect would probably have to be a, hmm. Um, any type. I like snails. Any type of snail, oh, okay. Uh, uh, just because they're so interesting, they don't they don't really do anything. They they just <laughs> slide around the ground, and they're somehow still always wet. And I just find them very interesting. All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, actually, uh, you the, there was no um, 
I, I know the worst answer to that question, what it would be, because um, I listened to a, 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 a British soccer podcast and they oh, yeah. interviewed one of one of, uh, a pro so uh, soccer player mm -hmm. and his answer was antelope. That's um, not an insect. Yeah, that's not an insect, is it? That's a... <laughs> so no matter what your answer would have been, is it, it better than that? that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> only, it, it, it could only go up from there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So number four, what mm -hmm. scene from a movie scarred you for life? What scene from a movie scarred me for life? Um, there was a scene when I was young. I watched a lot of scary movies. I still like scary movies. Um. There's, have you ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers? Yes. Yeah, there is a scene in Jeepers Creepers where they all get out of the bus and they're all running because he was on top of the bus at one point and mm -hmm. they're all running through this field and he's coming down and grabbing them one by one. And every, still to this day, if I am walking around at night and there's no one on the street that by myself, that is the first thing that pops in my head and it makes me get a little pep in my step. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that works. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely works. one of them. Okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, number five. What mm -hmm. is the best nickname you've ever heard? The best nickname I've ever heard. Not necessarily applying to you, like yeah, yeah it could be like to somebody from a else. Movie, it could be anything. Uh, anyone. Hmm. Best nickname I've ever heard. Um. I don't know if I can really think of one that comes off of mind. I I like uh. I listen to a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts as well, and a lot of movies, and watch a lot of movies. And mm -hmm. I think the best nicknames in general are like Italian mob nicknames. Oh because yeah, <laughs> they, they are always something wild. They're yes. always something that that does not make any sense to the to apply to the person. Sometimes they make perfect sense, or yeah. they are just completely out the window. So I'd say any <laughs> Italian mob nickname is is my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned uh, yesterday, I saw a, a thread on Twitter and that's how I got the question. Uh, mm -hmm. I think if they were like a, an Irish person or a British person asked that on Twitter and the replies, man, uh, I saw that a few days ago and I had tears rolling down my face. I'll send the link to you. It's, oh yeah, please do. It's really good. Um, okay, so next uh, question six. Mm -hmm. What would you name your boat if you had one? What would I name my boat if I had one? Um, I think I would name it something very mundane. Like, okay. uh, I think I would name it something like, um, boat. Yeah. Something like Peter <laughs> or like, okay. uh, or like, uh, yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe something like Harold, just a regular person name, not even the Harold or the Peter, just Peter. Just because okay. everybody always has some crazy boat name. It's always yeah. something that's always out there. I'd like to just go, go the other way. The yeah, other being, being, mundane would, being mundane would be uh, interesting in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, that, that works. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question seven. Where is the worst smelling place you've ever been? Um... I for ooh, um okay so it's when I graduated high school I worked in I as soon as I graduated I started working in a body shop as a detailer and it was in a town called Gary Indiana mm -hmm. and this person got into a car accident and uh 
they brought their car and it was really bad. It had, uh, they had broken the glass, um, on their driver's side cause they got T-boned. So, um, it, no, actually they broken the, they had shattered the glass, but it was still intact. So it was still sealed. It's just glass oh, okay. shards had gone in. Okay. And so, um, I, they brought it in and they left it in the, what we call the bullpen, which is just uh, a spot where cars that aren't ready to be fixed yet. Cause the insurance companies haven't talked to us yet. And okay. it sat there for about two weeks. Okay. And as a detailer, it was my job to clean the inside of cars. And if there was broken glass before, um, before we do the repairs, I had to vacuum it out and stuff. And I, they gave me the keys and I went to go get in this person's car and nobody had told me that this person was drinking a milkshake whenever they got in an accident. Ooh. Yeah. So it had, they had gotten an accident and this milkshake had gone all over the inside of their car. And it was in about, it was, this was in July uh, at about 90 degrees almost every day, if oh not above. So it had, sat, yeah, it had sat in the sun for two weeks and just cooked <laughs> and it was all like i said the glass was broken but it wasn't shattered so the mm. all the it was still somewhat intact so all that smell and those fumes had had built up over the two weeks and i opened that door and i almost threw up it was that bad it, yeah, it was it was a rough time <laughs> Jesus, you could when you can feel it in your throat. Yeah, yeah, it was one, and it, and it was one of those things where I I wish somebody would have told me so I could have like maybe opened the door and stepped back or braced yeah, yeah. myself. It was mm-hmm. just like an unexpected wave of just garbage and rotting food just hit me right in the throat, and I was ugh, I'll never forget that. Actually, it's well, okay, yeah, it's bad, and I absolutely believe you. But mm-hmm. when you started talking about the the their car being T bone, mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say that like there were some nasty injuries and there was blood or something. oh it, that's rolled. happened we have we i have gotten to uh we have had cars come in that somebody has got an accident and thrown up or they there's some blood but when that happens uh, we have to call a um biochemical place or biohazard place okay. and they have to come and clean out the interior first just in case okay. for any any unknown reason so that is one perk of if that ever happens, I don't have to deal with it. Somebody else does. <laughs> or I didn't have to deal with it. I don't wash cars anymore, but uh, even then. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, number eight. <laughs> when, okay. When did you screw everything up, but no one ever found out it was you? Oh, okay. I, let me think. When I screw everything up, but no one found out it was me. Um, well, I could do one of two things. Sure. I had, when I first started my job as a detailer, uh, I was 18 years old and I had, was cleaning up at night in this body shop and I, (laughs) I had went to go move a car and it was, uh, an older car. So I didn't, and at the time I was a lot younger, so I didn't really think about it, but nobody had told me that there was two different keys, uh, to open the car door and to start the ignition. So I, I just didn't think about it. So I stuck the ignition key into the car door and twisted it and it just didn't want to twerk turn. So I just kept twisting it until I bent the key and completely (laughs) almost like twisted all the way around. And it was late at night almost everybody else was gone. So I had like kind of freaked out and kind of panicked because I had uh, uh, the week before that I had messed up and I backed a car into another car. Um, <laughs> it, it was a rough couple of weeks at, at the yeah. beginning and I thought for sure you I was going to lose my job. 
<laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to lose my job for sure. Um, so I had kind of freaked out for a second and then I ran. Nobody else was there except for my boss and he was in his office. So I ran to a, a, a body techs uh, toolbox that I knew he was a good friend. I knew he had un- kept it unlocked and I took a pair of pliers and I tried my best to straighten it out. Mm-hmm. And I, I got it relatively straight, but it definitely wasn't a hundred percent straight. <laughs> okay. And, um, I got in and I moved the car and I put the keys back. And then when they, after it was all fixed and everything, the person came to get their car and they asked, they said, Hey, my key is messed up. And they're like, Oh, and they asked me about it. And I just said, no, that wasn't me. I don't know what happened. Uh, cause I was so scared. Cause I had just wrecked a car like a week before that. I was like, they're going to fire me. Uh, they were they, they believe me. They're like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, we got some people that tried to get in the body shop. People try to t- tend to try to get free stuff done. So they, they ask, um, you know, did, did you do this? And I just said, no, I didn't, I didn't do it. And they believe me, um, unfortunately for them because they, uh, sent the lady on her way. And I feel, I felt really bad. I mean, it still worked, but I felt so bad, but, uh, I didn't go to college and like, I didn't have any other ideas of what I wanted to do at the time. So I was just so scared that they were going to fire me and I wasn't going to be able to find another job. No, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, so it, I think that'd be it. Uh, personally, I think you, I completely see where you're coming from mm-hmm. and I, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. And I don't blame you, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, feel no. a little bit better about it. I, it's something I, I always remember because it's just, <laughs> I felt so bad. I felt so bad in the moment. And like, I was like, man, I should just tell him. But I was like, I can't lose this job. And thank God I didn't lose that job because it, it led to me being where I am and mm. a very good place. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a rough one. <laughs> All right. Question mm. nine. What is the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? Most interesting thing I've read or seen this week. Um, hmm. I, uh, um, well, it's kind of a biased standpoint because I, I am a very big, um, like, I guess you call me a nerd. Uh, geek, whatever, because I like okay. all. So I. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like all pop culture. I love all um, uh, comic books and and stuff like that. We're really big Star Wars fans here, so we watch The Mandalorian every weekend, right. and we watched the new one, and it was probably the most interesting thing I've seen all week. I don't live a very exciting life. <laughs> um, that other than that, um, I watch a lot of animal documentaries uh, mm-hmm. on online, and and uh, I watched. I rewatched another one about the uh, about sea life in the Arctic, and okay. uh, I think it was on either Netflix or Hulu. And I think that was very interesting because I find that stuff like, very extremely interesting. Hmm. Okay, uh, for me, I think it was the Twitter thread about uh, about, uh, about nicknames. <laughs> nicknames. I think it was, it, it was the funniest. It was yeah. the funniest yeah. for sure. Uh, okay, so uh, question 10, uh, last question. If mm-hmm. you were given a one-minute ad slot during the Super Bowl that you couldn't uh, sell or give away or not, you had mm-hmm. to use it, use what it. would you fill it with? Um, I think I would fill it with one of two things. Mm-hmm. Neither of them would be beneficial to me. Um, okay. I think I would fill it with something just completely funny outrageous that has nothing to do with me just Uh like i'd find some small business out in the middle of kansas or something and just do a whole commercial for them just because (laughs) i think it would be really funny or i would do uh the complete opposite or i would uh 
I would have an ad spot for say, um, how long did you say a minute? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. For one minute. So it would be an ad spot of, um, people helping other people just so I can hopefully someone sees that. Um, and maybe it changes their heart from the, uh, from the hatred that is spewing in America. Uh, that's what I think I would do. Oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Two uh, two good uh, options. Yeah. To to be honest. Yeah. Thank you. I'm I th- I'm I'm still not sure what I would do. Uh, I think my first reflex was like blank screen, complete silence. Yeah. Or or for another the- good one would just be me uh, walking into a, a white space and sitting on a stool for the entirety of the minute and just staring at the camera. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Not saying it, a word, just yeah. sitting there staring, and everybody it, very confused about it. It's uh, yeah, it's a little bit uh, performance art, but uh, yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Maybe wearing a, a wedding tux or something. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? All right. So yeah, that was my uh, you know my, my uh, aside uh, ten questions, ten weird. Yeah. Questions. Hey, thanks for asking, man. It was really interesting. I, I like the the table stuff turn there. My pleasure. Um, yeah. So uh, before we get going, is there, uh, I know you mentioned you're going to be possibly starting a podcast soon. Is there something you want to plug or promote for that or anything in general? Uh, well, right now I'm on, uh, well, tr- uh, the easiest way to get to reach me, I guess, would be on uh, Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. My, my uh, handle is a P Dupuy. P D U P U I S. And uh, if you like, uh, if you like soccer, sometimes I'm on the uh, DMTF podcast. Don't mention the oh. football. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it, pretty much. And uh, well, I mean, if you're gonna, uh, you, uh, I'll, I'll send you the uh, pictures from my uh, trip on Instagram, and then yeah. and reach me. I, I think my uh, Instagram is uh, P Dupuy seven two. I think. Okay. And uh, oh yeah, but uh, it's not. It's it um, hasn't been updated in a while, but uh, travel blog is uh, europatrick.com. Okay, cool. That's so, awesome. I'll definitely I'll check that out too. Um, all right. Well, that if you get, anybody out there wants to be on the show and they they listen to this and thought, well, I, I have something to say. I, I would love to hear it. So if anybody out there wants to uh, wants to reach me, it's everybody is a dot somebody on Instagram. Um, I. I have, uh, if you are on Reddit, I have a Reddit as well. It's uh, father underscore of underscore blueberry. Um, If you have something very interesting you want to say or something, even if it's not interesting, you just feel like it's something you want to get out there. I would love to hear it. So please, please, please reach out to me. Uh, We have always have time for for talking to to other people. Um, But I think that that wraps up today. Uh, Thank you so much, Patrick, for coming on and telling your story, man. Uh, thank you for having me. It was, it was a pleasure. Of course, man. It's great. Um, well, uh, this podcast is now coming out twice a week. So we, this will be coming out this Wednesday. So, um, this coming Wednesday and I'm going to be releasing on Sundays and Wednesdays now because I had, uh, such a great, great turnout for the first episode. Everybody started writing in and I'm, I've got a lot of episodes recorded and planned. So everybody keep, keep writing in. I, I want to hear them all. So oh, that's, uh, that's awesome, man. It's yeah. really, it's really, um, it's always fun when you create something 
and it you see it you know, grow in front of you and people like yeah. and give you positive feedback it's 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 such a kick it's yeah awesome. it, it has been a, a great week to have people um like yourself that i don't know reach out to me and, and say they want to be on the show it, it, it does it it made my day uh it made it made me feel really good it made me feel like i had something worth doing i'm uh, glad i'm glad to hear that yeah all right uh i think uh i think that's it for today we'll we'll see you guys next time thanks